This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. Everything we love about America is at stake. And with the radical left now in control of Washington, your governor is your last line of defense. In fact, your governor must be on the front line. So today, I announce my candidacy for governor of Arkansas and ask for your prayers and your support. Uh, Just a portion of the announcement made earlier today by Sarah Huckabee Sanders announcing she's running for governor of the state of Arkansas. By the way, the full video is the audio portion of it. You can hear on the podcast that we released earlier this morning. You'll find that right here as well. So she is in. Uh, That's going to be exciting. It's going to be quite a race. So she joins two who have already announced. Uh, Tim Griffin, who is the lieutenant governor of the state, and Leslie Rutledge, who is the current attorney general of the state of Arkansas. They both have already announced that they're in. So that is three in now, and I'm sure there will be more. Got a lot to cover today, but we got some exciting news, too, we want to start out with. You know, last week we announced some new platforms where you can hear the podcast. Well, we are informed over the weekend that we have been added to three more platforms. That's fantastic. Obviously, uh, they're taking note of the numbers that you guys have been listening to the podcast. We've now been added to Radio Public, which is a great platform. We've also been added to Google Podcasts, which is really a big deal. And we've been added also to Breaker, which is a really cool platform for podcasts. So we're now on even more platforms. So make sure wherever you get your podcast. Look for a Minor Detail podcast, listen to the podcast every day, share it with your friends, and we'll continue to get more and more platforms uh, that take our podcast, which is really, really cool. All right, so today on the show, we will talk about uh, some of the news going on, not only uh, here in the natural state, where Studio D located in beautiful South Sebastian County in Arkansas, but we'll talk about things going on in Oklahoma as well, and we'll cover some stuff nationwide as well. Well, we now know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. It'll be the Chiefs taking on the Bucks. It'll be the first time in history that a team has played on its own home field. Game played in Tampa this year. Now, there'll be 22,000 fans allowed in to that stadium, which is Raymond James Stadium. That's uh, coming up in two weeks, two weeks from yesterday, in fact. Yes, they're sticking with this two-week thing. Somebody asked me yesterday, when is the last time that there was not two weeks between the championship game and the Super Bowl? And I told them that was 2003 is when they ended that. 2003, last time that they went from just the championship game right into the Super Bowl. Since then, it's been two weeks and it'll probably stick with that because there's lots of things they like to fill in with there. Speaking of the Super Bowl, Budweiser, a longtime staple in the Super Bowl, will not be running a commercial during Super Bowl. It'll be the first time in 37 years. Instead, Anheuser-Busch will be using their marketing dollars to support COVID-19 vaccine awareness and access. Pretty cool. 
Now, in the week leading up, Budweiser plans to run its Super Bowl ad digitally. Spot will focus on resilient Americans during the coronavirus pandemic. That ad's going to be voiced by Rashida Jones. You might know her from The Office and Parks and Rec. She's a daughter of Quincy Jones. Now, the beer brand is going to donate a percentage of its advertising airtime that they won't be spending in the Super Bowl. They're going to donate that to the Ad Council and COVID Collaborative's Vaccine Education initiative and uh, they will be continuing doing that now they're not entirely giving up promoting its beer budweiser announcing they're giving u.s consumers who are at least 21 years old a free beer a free beer all you have to do is visit a beer between today and february 7th now they will be having some of their other brands in the game Michelob ultra bud light bud light seltzer lemonade but budweiser not in uh, the super bowl for the first time Again, in uh, 37 years, they are not the only ones setting out. Pepsi and Coke will also not be advertising in this Super Bowl. They have really seen their money really slip during the pandemic because, you know, a lot of the stadiums were closed. A lot of the places they sell, a lot of the movie theaters, Coke is in most of the movie theaters. So that's really hurt. So they've cut back and they won't be uh, in the Super Bowl this year. So that's uh, an interesting twist there. Uh, Some things going on uh, over in Oklahoma. They uh, have about 1,763 new COVID-19 cases announced today. 14 more people died, according to the uh, state health department there. There's a terrifying thing that happened in Oklahoma over the weekend. Never been uh, to the Lazy E Arena. It's a beautiful facility in Guthrie. They had a bit of chaos break out there on Saturday. A motorcycle flew off the track, landed in the stands, at least one person was taken to the hospital with a possible broken hand. Not clear what caused the rider to lose control of the bike. They were having a big uh, championship bike race, a motorcycle race there at the Lazy E Arena. And uh, things just really uh, went crazy during that. Uh, in uh, Arkansas, had a movie filmed uh, in downtown Little Rock over the weekend. John Malkovich, one of the great actors we have nowadays, was down there. Shane West. You might know Shane West. He was in the movie A Walk to Remember. He was on ER for six seasons. He was uh, downtown in this movie. It's called The Chariot. It's a sci-fi comedy. It's going to be released this fall. It was filmed at the Little Rock Chamber of Commerce yesterday, so things were pretty busy down there. Well, the Food Network has announced that they are scrubbing their latest season of their reality series, which is called Worst Cooks in America after its champion was arrested for a child's murder last week. 29-year-old Arielle Robinson was charged, along with her husband Jerry, in the death of a three-year-old girl in South Carolina. They faced counts of homicide by child abuse and the death of their adopted daughter. Back on the 14th, police found an unresponsive child at the couple's home in South Carolina. She died as a result of several blunt force injuries. Robinson won $25,000 in the latest edition of Worst Cooks in America. That's a competition between people with admittedly poor cooking skills. They go through a boot camp under celebrity chef supervision. So they scrubbed all the content now from the season 20 show. It was filmed in February of last year and aired late last year, but now they've taken it completely off the air. Content not available now on Discovery Plus or Hulu or YouTube. It's just gone everywhere. Robinson was a recently retired teacher and budding stand-up comedian. She will no longer be seen on all of those places. Well, since the news of Larry King's death broke Saturday, 
fans have been going back and revisiting some of the more memorable interview clips of the 87-year-old's broadcasting career, including a 2007 interview that King did with Jerry Seinfeld. That's when he was there to promote his animated film, B-Movie. He kind of seemed bewildered by King's suggestion that his hit sitcom Seinfeld might have been canceled. As Seinfeld noted during the viral interview, he opted to end the show instead of it getting canceled. King asked him, you gave it up, right? You canceled them. They didn't cancel you. Seinfeld responded, you're not aware of this? (laughs) As King stood his ground, you think I got canceled? Are you under the impression I got canceled? I thought it was pretty well documented. Is this still CNN? Seinfeld said. Seinfeld went on to playfully persist. When I went off the air, I was the number one show on television, Larry. Do you know who I am? King's response, Jewish guy, Brooklyn. As his rant at King again made the rounds in the hours following King's death, Seinfeld went to social media over this weekend to pay tribute and set the record straight. He said the canceled bit was just me having fun with his little mistake, nothing more or less. He added he'll miss the veteran broadcaster. A lot of us will. All right, let's get to 10 After Laughter today. I love this guy. His name is Tony Deo. On 10 After Laughter, on a Minor Detail Podcast. I don't know if you guys saw this in the news recently. PETA, the animal rights activist group, sent a letter to Ben and Jerry's ice cream, asked them to stop using cow's milk in their ice cream, and to start using human breast milk. (laughs) What the hell did PETA think was going to (laughs) happen? They think Ben and Jerry were going to get that letter and go, oh yeah, this is a great idea. (laughs) We'll get started on it today. our first flavor will be giant melons. (laughs) My buddy thinks it's a great idea, though. He's like, Tony, it's a novelty. It'll probably sell well. I don't know about that. Because for me, I realize it probably has nothing to do with the flavor of the ice cream. But when I eat regular ice cream, I don't care what the cow looked like. But in this case, I'd kind of like there'd be a little picture on the carton, you know? It's a little hello, my name is. Your barista today was. Then I can make an informed decision. That's Tony Deo with your 10 after laughter today on a minor detail podcast. All right, music history. The woman born with the name Alicia Cook, now known as Alicia Keys. Signed at age 15. Started writing songs when she was 12. Amazing. Alicia Keys turning 40 years old today. It was this day in 1975 that the Carpenters went to number one in the U.S. singles chart with their version of the Marvelettes' 1961 hit, Please, Mr. Postman. Notable because it was the first Motown song to reach number one since 1961. They took it there. 14 years later, the Carpenters finally gave Motown another number one hit. And it was Bobby Brown's prerogative on this day in 1989. He was arrested for an overtly sexually suggestive performance after a show in Columbus, Ohio. He was fined $652 under that state's new anti-lewdness ordinance law. That's what happened on this day in 1989. Well, everybody's been having fun with Bernie Sanders who was photographed at the inauguration wearing mittens and a scowl behind his face mask. Memes everywhere. They had him touching Michelangelo's hand of God 
in the Sistine Chapel. He also helped Demi Moore mold clay at the pottery wheel for the film Ghost, among other things. He was asked by CNN yesterday whether he was enjoying the meme as much as the rest of the world. And he said, not only are we having fun, but we are selling t-shirts and sweatshirts here in Vermont. All of the money going to be raised, which he expects to be a couple of million dollars, be going to programs like Meals on Wheels that feed low-income senior citizens. So something good has come out of all the fun. By the way, those mittens that he was wearing, a Vermont teacher named Jen Ellis said that she gifted Sanders the mittens which she knitted from repurposed wool sweaters two years ago. So something good has really come out of all of that. It's been a lot of fun to watch, too. Well, congratulations to Hall of Fame trainer Steve Asmussen. He became the second trainer to reach 700 career victories at Oaklawn when even-money favorite Swift Shore captured Saturday's seventh race. Oaklawn officials said that Asmussen entered the 2021 Oaklawn meeting that began Friday. 696 career victories in Hot Springs. He saddled one winner on Friday, got victories in Saturday's fourth race, sixth race, and got the milestone in that seventh race. He was inducted into the National Museum of Racing and Hall of Fame in 2016. He is a two-time Eclipse Award winner in 2008 and 2009. That's the nation's outstanding trainer. And he's seeking his record-tying 11th Oaklawn training title. So congratulations again to Steve Asmussen, Hall of Fame trainer, getting his 700th win at Oaklawn. If you get a chance and never been to the races down in Hot Springs, go down. It's a lot of fun. I'm sure there is limited seating because of COVID at this point. Might contact the folks at Oaklawn and find out how that all works out. All right, we end the show today with this story, and I think it's just an amazing story. A third grader in Sullivan, Missouri. She's been swamped by phone calls from people in Arizona wanting a COVID vaccine. All right, I'll explain. Eight-year-old Sophia Garcia and her family moved from Arizona to Sullivan several years ago. She got a hand-me-down iPhone, still has the Arizona phone number, and that's where the problem begins. Sophia's phone's been ringing like crazy for the past week. Out of the blue and at all hours of the day and night, says her mom. After listening to voicemails and searching the internet, the family figured out the Arizona Health Department's phone line for people requesting a virus vaccine is only one digit different than Sophia's number. May seem like fun and games at first, but the phone's been ringing all day and all night. And it's getting to become annoying. They were doing their best to cope when things recently changed. A 75-year-old Arizona woman left a message desperate for help. She said, I've tried your website. It won't go through. Keeps coming back. Please help me. Sophia became worried. She said, it's sad. She's been trying for many days. So Sophia came up with a solution. She'd record a message for her voicemail to let everyone in Arizona know to be careful when dialing. It says in part, hi, you've reached Sophia's phone. If you're looking for a COVID vaccine, their number is 602 and then gives the rest of the number. Amazing story. Well, that's going to wrap it up today. Remember, you can hear our earlier podcast we released today. That was the complete statement from Sarah Huckabee Sanders on her joining the governor's race in Arkansas. 
Make sure you tell your friends about the podcast, share the link, and we'll continue to grow this podcast. Here's how you can get in touch with us. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments? Email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.